So we have made it to another week of moments with Mika. This is episode 15, right? It is. It and what is. are we talking about today, Meek? Oh, wait. <laughs> we also have the soundboard back this week. I'm doing a pelvic thrust in my seat right now. Yeah, she's feeling it right now. So, we are talking about boycotts! Boycotts. boycotts. But not just any boycotts. The main boycott that everybody been talking about, but have not been talking about, shall I say, the NFL boycott that we were supposed to be all engaging in. But, before we start, Rick, how was your week? My week was pretty outstanding. How about yours? It was actually a great week. You know, this week we've been fasting. So, yes. I decided to fast this week and I asked Rick, not only as a um, business partner, but as a friend to fast with me because we're in this together when it comes to the I, show. I cheated once or twice. Yeah, you did. And that's why your fast won't end until about Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to cheat again. Yeah, you probably will. You're just going <laughs> to keep on. It's going to last. But within the fast, we were abstaining from things that we love. So me, I am a bacon lover. I love some swine. Give me the swine killer. You know, put bacon on everything. Chocolate covered bacon is the best thing out there. But I stayed away from all meats this week. So no meats, um, no fried anything. I couldn't do my fried pickles. I like fried pickles. Couldn't do any of that. No chocolate, no Slim Jims, nothing that I enjoyed. No ice cream, no nothing. So it was straight broccoli, salads, eggs. Eggs with no cheese because I didn't do cheese either. Oh, terrible. <laughs> And um, that was really what it was this week. No french fries, no anything. And I got through it. I feel really good. How you feeling? Well, I actually feel pretty, pretty great. Um, so far, uh, I did give up the same things, uh, except for the fries. So that and that, like when you read something, you know, you can either read in between the lines or you can just read the line and be like, okay, that's what it says. And you always will read from the point of view. If you take a spiritual stance or uh, if you take a, a religious stance from it, you're going to read from the point of view of what you were already told about the religion. Right. And uh, everything you would interpret mm -hmm. to be, oh, yeah, that's what he told me. Right. So, you know, taking a, a, a total, total unbiased stance on it and just reading what you get and interpret based off of what you understand. Mm -hmm. um, definitely think that is the way to go. It is, only because um, one thing that I've learned is that you're not going to always have people, you know, around that's going to be able to fight for you. Right. You're not going to have people that's going to be able to teach you how to fight the demons in your life and the demons that surround you. So okay. why not learn how to do it yourself? And that's what I've been doing. I don't need somebody else to pray for me. I don't need somebody else to tell me how to do this. I can read and I can study for myself because it's free. It's right here in front of me. All I got to do Absolutely. is sit there the and focus. It's the freest book on the planet. It is. Even if you go to jail. It's the one thing they will hand you mm -hmm. everywhere. Mm -hmm. The little pocket-sized Bible, mm -hmm. even though it's only like four or five books. Even well, if you go to a hotel to get your groove on with somebody that's not your man, it's a Bible wait, in that room. Wait, wait, oh, that, you, was, you, that was pretty specific. Hey, I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so don't go to a hotel room to get your groove on with somebody else's man um, because there is a Bible present. But with your man, it's cool. But yeah, it's a lot to learn, and I, I've been actually learning, and I'm, I'm actually really, really excited about just kind of finishing it up because a lot of people, especially my age, 
Uh, most people are not interested in that type of thing. Right. So I'm excited about it. That's another leap and that's another bound. Something else that I've broken out of and I've something else that I've learned and I could add to my list of the books that I've read. Well, I, I definitely did embark on a journey when I was on when I was 21. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't mean as much. Right. Um, I actually read the Bible when I was 21 for the sheer purpose of arguing with religious people who walked up to you on the street. Right. Mainly Jehovah's Witness. Right. But, you know, my grandmother is a Jehovah's Witness, and I realized that they don't care if you want to argue. Right. They're there to minister. They're to... Uh, is it minister or evangelize? Evangelize, I think it is. Um, but either way, they're going to give you their message. Mm-hmm. Up to you to hear it or not. Right. They do the work that they were told to do per the Bible. Right. And that's what everybody's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be forcing anybody to take your message. You're just supposed to deliver your message. Yep. And you're supposed to repeatedly deliver your message. Because mm-hmm. one day you may catch them on that day where they need your message. Right. So once you deliver it, you just drop your little gem. Mm-hmm. You keep it moving. Yeah. It's not to irritate them or pester them. Mm-hmm. Just drop that gem. Because yeah. they're going to be like, look, get away from my... Wait, what? Right. Hold on, say that again? Exactly. Okay, okay. And I it's actually not to, needed to hear that. Yeah, and it's not to force anything on anyone, but it's just to, you know, keep you learning. And it's like stories right. in the Bible, is some, some of the things is actually happening now, and it may happen in your life. Right. And it can actually get you to the next step that you have to, you know, you have to get to. Sometimes I sit there and I be like, man, I don't, I don't know what to do next. It's sometimes where I'm in situations where I don't know the next step to take and I don't necessarily want to ask anyone because I want to be independent right. and this is something that can actually give you the answer <laughs> to some of your questions most of all your questions basically if you really pay attention okay. and I think it's been wonderful for me honestly well now one asking people for information or asking a question or asking for help is not lack of being independent that's true because your independence let you know you made it to a roadblock that's true Get an answer. That's true. But I understand uh, what you're saying about that. It yeah. is a blueprint. Um, it, is. it is a lot of stories and a lot of things that, like I, like you said, you see happening right now. Yeah. So it may have a modern swing to it, and mm-hmm. it may not be exactly or verbatim how it happened, mm-hmm. but you can see the similarities to it, right. and you can see how the situation is the same. So uh, definitely, I, I'm I'm ready to dive in. I'm eager to dive back in. Um, but I don't think I should start at Genesis again. No, no. Um, I get hype at Genesis though. Yeah. Genesis get me hype. Like I don't know. People watch soap operas mm-hmm. and they be geeked about soap operas. Mm-hmm. That's how I get hype about Genesis because everything that happened in Genesis mm-hmm. is soap opera stuff. You be like, bro, no, you did, no, you know he know you did it. Huh. You know he know, bro. <laughs> so I be on my soap opera mode list reading Genesis. So I'm gonna try to avoid that chapter. I know what happens in that chapter, frontwards and backwards. Yeah. Um, because I was really geek about it. It was like I was reading it over and over again, like a rerun. Mm-hmm. Because some dope stuff happened in Genesis. It did. It but did. It's I mean, very the first scene actually happened in Genesis. Yeah, like, it's very dramatic. Where was actually created at that point yeah. in the first, you know. Where your brother at? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I know where your brother at. <laughs> so. Why don't you tell me? Well, and it's like a parent. <laughs> you know how you, then you get in trouble, and you got siblings, and the parent be like, "This, which one of y'all did it?" Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so you ain't gonna tell me? 
I know who did it. He'd be like, mm. All I can say is I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so but, I can say. Yeah, no, it's definitely something great to get into um, if you're in that mindset. Because some people are not in the mindset to be able to do that. Some people don't want to. And to each his own, you know? Well, it, it takes uh, being able to see certain things or experience certain things to let you know what tools to pick up. Yeah. Like, if you've never used a screwdriver in your life, when you're looking at a screw, you don't know what to grab. But after you've used a screwdriver a couple of times, when you come to a screw, you're like, oh, I need a screwdriver. So, I've come to, after this week that I've had, I've come to the point that, you know, I knew I had to reach out and talk to a few people. Right. And they came back with the same answer. And they came back with the same answer, knowing what my reaction to that answer was going to be. But they came back with the same answer anyway. I respect that that could be the truth. That's so, true. I'll take a look at it. Wow. With that being said, we got a great show ahead of us. Absolutely. And we're getting ready to dive right in, but we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be right back. All right. So, before we had a show already um, about the power of positivity. Right. Um, we discussed it and everything. And um, we, the way that we talked about it, we transitioned the show to be as if, you know, it's the people that's around you. Right. You know, when it comes to the, po- the power of positivity. But what happens when you are that negative Nancy, when you are that negative person? We don't ever want to think of ourselves as being that person. But what happens when you are that person? Even worse, what happens when you are negative only to yourself? You're super positive, out to the world, you're optimistic, everybody can do this, everybody can do that, but then you look at yourself every day and be like, I don't know why you tried that, That is, you're not smart enough for this. All right, and it's like, you beat up on yourself and you criticize yourself a lot, um, but for other people, you don't do that to them, but right. you do it to yourself. That's, so. that's the worst kind of negative, Nancy. It is, it's like, you know, looking in the mirror and it's like fighting yourself, it's like seeing your reflection fight you. That's basically what it is if you're doing it to yourself. So, um, I kind of wanted to talk about it because I've experienced and I've had to work with myself and transition my thinking to think better because I was one of those people that was hard on myself. I was super hard on myself. I couldn't do anything. I didn't believe in my looks. I didn't think that I was an attractive person. I didn't think I would ever get anywhere in life. I thought I was always going to be alone. I didn't even think that I would live past the age of 25, which is crazy because I didn't have any sickness or anything like that. But it was my mind. It was a mind thing. So I thought it would be great to actually really get into it, especially after this week of really just being away from social media and just not focusing on anything and just focusing on myself and the energy that I possess and everything that comes with it, right? Right. So um, we've been thinking, we've been talking about things, and one thing that we've learned is that every day you have about sixty thousand thoughts in your mind, right? Okay. And most of those thoughts are the same thoughts that you had the day prior. Very and true. And this is what creates what we call worry, right? Right. Because worrying is thinking about something else that you already thought about again, and you're thinking about it again, and it's an ongoing cycle. That's what worrying right. is. You work out the plan, you work out the plan, you work out the plan, and then you think about everything that can go wrong. Right. And then you don't work out the plan no more. You just think about everything that can go wrong. I exactly. hope this don't happen. I hope that don't happen. I hope that don't happen. Mm-hmm. And then if you look at it, yeah, you end up saying the same five things you hope don't happen over and over again, mm-hmm. over and over again in different ways, but you instill it in your mind mm-hmm. that you hope that this don't happen, mm-hmm. but you're drawing that energy to yourself anyway. You are. So what's going to happen? 
the one you hope don't happen the most. Mm-hmm. And it's because um, when you think about something so often, you experience it. And right. one great example that I thought about, and this is this is crazy. So I've been, Rick, I've been talking about like, you know, I want a Jeep, right? Right. And it got to a point that I really do want a Jeep. But to myself, I was like, you know what? I can go out and get a Jeep, but I, I'm going to be patient. I'm going to wait. Is there things that I need to do first? Right. Let me not just jump into this. And as I started thinking about Jeeps more often, you know what happens? I'm seeing everyone everyone is driving a Jeep. Everybody. When I'm in traffic, next to me, a Jeep. What's in front of me? A Jeep. Look at my rear view. A Jeep. So it's like when you start really thinking about something, you start seeing it around you. And it started manifesting itself around you. And it's like I kept on thinking about that. Like, you know, I'm seeing a whole bunch of Jeeps. Now, when I wasn't thinking about a Jeep, I didn't see Jeeps that often. I didn't really see them that often, you know. I didn't. Re- Maybe I wasn't looking for it. Right. That's also one thing. Like you, when you get a car, when you get any car, mm-hmm. you don't ever see that car on the road mm-hmm. until you in that car, and then you look around like, everybody got this car. Mm-hmm. Why everybody got this car? That's how I felt about my Civic. I bought the Civic. I'm mm-hmm. like, ah, uh, you don't really see Civics anymore. Mm-hmm. You see Civics everywhere right now. Like they're everywhere. Right. They're just sprinkling them around. I'm like, oh, it was a Civic giveaway or something, and I did, I missed out on that one. I wouldn't have paid my money for mine. Right. But it's like, I hope you don't miss the message that we're saying. So basically, in all, you know, everything summed up, this is what we're saying, is you attract what you're thinking about the right. most. Right. So if you find yourself in lots of stressful situations, if you find yourself attracting the wrong type of person whether it's a spouse whether it's friends or anything like that you got to think about like you know is it me thinking this are are you manifesting this at this point if it's constantly happening are you put is your mind putting you in this situation you're just walking right. into it because right. you're that's what you're you're focusing on but then it's also you can't look at it just like well i'm not focusing on exactly what they're doing Right. But you think about what you are focusing on mm-hmm. and what tendencies you have, what habits you have. These are also things that attract like things to your life. The law of attraction. Right. So you're going to attract like things. So you're like, oh, every guy I date is negative. And you're like, I'm not negative to people. But then you go home and you're completely negative to yourself. Right. Well, you're attracting somebody. You're attracting someone who treats you the way you treat you. Right. So, that's one thing you have to think about. Uh, we most often find people who treat us the way we treat ourselves. That's true. Um, I see my biggest thing was, oh, no, I never got down on myself. But one thing I would do is I would always cut myself off at the knees. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would give, give, give. I would give past the point where I can't give anymore because I can always bounce back. I always tell myself that. I right. can always bounce back. But why do you always want to be at the beginning, bouncing back? Right. And then I found that relationships didn't last long because I can bounce back. I'm always starting something new. Mm-hmm. You never build anything that way. That's true. If you're always starting something new, you never build anything. That is very true. And it's like, at some point, we need to sit down and think that this is not a coincidence. Okay? Right. This is not something that, oh, what, what's the other word that they say for it? Um... I can't get the word. Okay, anyway. I can't really think of the word, and I don't want to... Coincidence is the only word I No, it's, a, it's another word, and I can't really fluke? think of it. Not a fluke. Um, 
Okay, I'm not even going to focus on it. But basically, you have to train your mind to think differently. You have to train your mind, and you have to think and treat yourself differently so that things uh, happen differently around you. You know, like like positive people attract positive patterns. You right. know, so positive patterns may not be like positive people, but it could be positive situations. It could, mm-hmm. it's some people that can walk up on $5 on the sidewalk. Like, you know, they don't happen a lot at right. all. And then let's think about the people. You know what I thought about one day? How is it that I haven't been one of those people that's been on the freeway and one of them trucks, the money trucks break down and all the money come out. Why haven't I been one of those? It's a friends? negative thought pattern behind <laughs> being the person who collect the money. No, you can't be that person. The people mm-hmm. who usually be there is the people who's like, everything's awesome today. Right. Everything is awesome every day. Yeah. I'm alive. Mm-hmm. And then they're driving up the road and they're like, you know, I need to figure out how I'm going to pay my rent. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to stress it because everything's awesome. I will come up to an answer. And they seriously don't dwell on it anymore. And then a money truck drops a bag of money. And they're like, well, well awesomeness reflecting. That's true. So it's it's one of those things. It's, we think about the negative things we would do in other situations. Right. Um, the hardest thing it is to do is to retrain yourself. It is. Like, you're going to get in the way of yourself all the time. When you're like, okay, no, I need to be more positive. I need to be more positive. And that article that you sent, mm-hmm. the very first paragraph. The ultimate thing is, even with daily affirmations, it's yep. like either the affirmation is a general affirmation because people who give out affirmations, they tell people to say all the same thing. Right. So it's a general affirmation that either don't relate to you. Right. Or it's something that you already know. Mm-hmm. It's a lot deeper than saying an affirmation every day. Right. Affirmation, seriously, just build that optimism. It does. That, that's it. It's just to get you excited about what needs to come next. Mm-hmm. And what needs to come next is a total rebuilding of yourself. That's very difficult. It is. Because to rebuild yourself, that's saying that at this point, you no longer can trust your own opinion on things. Uh, you have to step back. You have to analyze a situation objectively. You have to leave your opinion out of it and you have to make the decision based off of the way you want to start thinking and not the way you think. So you look at the situation and you'd be like, well, no, normally I won't mess with this. I don't know. It seems a little shady. Well, no, it's good information. Mm -hmm. So let's read through all of the information and see if it's real good information. That's true. Instead of jumping to the negative, you have to go that extra mile to be positive. That's true. And then once you see that there's positivity in it, then you have to follow through with it. Right. That's why it's so difficult because all these points, there's one person that you're going to be carrying with you through all of these points that you're going to still have to get past. You. That's true. (laughs) So. You got to carry your own weight. Like, and at the same time, it's one thing that I want to point out because I know that I've done this as well. Don't wait for somebody to come in your life to help change you. That's oh, something no. that we have it can't to do. Work. Yeah, you know, and it's like as sometimes as women, we want somebody to come in our life and save and us. Fix it. Save us. The Denzel in distress. Fix Prince it. Charming coming save me. But at the same time it's like <laughs> you gotta <laughs> you gotta save yourself. 
you gotta save yourself. You know, you got it's sink or swim. You gotta swim. You gotta float at least. The thing like, is, like, you don't even know who's there to save you if you don't know what you're looking for. Exactly. And if you don't know what you like and you're not in a good space, the thing, like, like we were just talking about, the law of attraction. Yeah. If you're in a negative space, hoping to be in a better space, you're going to attract somebody in a negative space, hoping to be in a better space. Now, if y'all both looking for each other to be better than what you are right now, y'all are exactly the same. Exactly. Either y'all going to build together or y'all going to bicker, argue, fight, and break. So the thing is, fix you before you take that you to somebody else and tell them it's their problem that they didn't fix you. All right. So a lot of people find themselves saying, uh, "Well, men ain't this," or, or, or like that uh, that song. Which Why one? men great till they gotta be great? Yeah. <laughs> that's, my, that's my song too. That's just, my song. I like the melody. I just don't rock with the message because like. How ungreat was you when you showed up? That he wasn't great. You got to think about it. You think, if you listen to the whole song, mm-hmm. there's a lot of contradictions in the song. She'll never be your side chick, but she could have been your, your your chick, just non-committal. Well, that's a side chick. Mm, <laughs> yeah. You're with me, but we're not committing to each other. That's a side chick. That's true. That's true. I'm or committed I mean... to we just kick it. Yeah. So you want me to just kick it with you, but not like have somebody else that I kick it you with. You know, I'm not going to argue this one because <laughs> I felt like saying something, but I'm going to just stay focused on Target. <laughs> but I want to, you know, we want to, I want to drill this into people because we've been drilling it into ourselves. And another thing that I wanted to point out with people is that, you know, it's not always easy. Not every day is not always a great day. Right. But it's how you take that bad day. It's, it's how you treat it. It's, it's how you actually um, react to the actual day that you're having. It's the right. energy that you also put out. Don't worry about the things that's going on around you. I had to learn that even with a bad day, it could be a bad day, but I got to learn sit back and be like, okay, am I going to make it worse? Or am I going to make it better for myself? And it starts in your mind. It starts with thinking. You can't be like, you know what? This is a bad day. This is a bad day. Everything is going wrong. I'm irritated. They are pissing me off. Everybody's getting on my nerves. Because that's exactly what we're oh going through. Oh, my goodness. Through. You that, had one of those. I'm telling you. Like. that I had days like that back to back to back. And I had days like that back to back because I kept on thinking. Everything is going wrong. Everyone is pissing me off. Nobody understands. Nobody is listening to me. And you know what happened? Nobody was listening. Nobody was paying attention. Stuff was going wrong. My tires was messing up. They was pissing me off at my job. I couldn't get the stuff right for the show. <laughs> I dropped my computer. I broke the screen on my computer. And it's not to complain about it, but it's just to say, like, I was manifesting it just because of the way that I was thinking. Right. And one thing that I want to point out is that your brain don't know the difference between reality and imagination. And a lot of people are going to be like, well, what? Oh, yeah, what, you got to dive into that. Yeah, oh, we're oh, going to definitely, gonna dive dive into that. definitely get into that because I think that it's really important to bring that up before we get off the show. And I want people to really understand what we're seeing. Your mind, your brain does not know the difference between reality and imagination. Well, Meek, when you say that, like, I know the difference between reality and imagination. So how don't my brain know it? So let's take the placebo effect, right? Right. Have you ever 
did a um, listen to the study, and I actually did the study in school uh-huh. um, for a science project. But have you ever um, studied something or seen a movie where it's a whole bunch of pills, right? It's mm-hmm. a whole bunch of white pills. It's a bowl of them. You don't know which pill is it's sugar pills, and it's probably some I don't know. We're gonna say ecstasy pills, right? They're all all together, right? Now everyone takes. The pill. Now they don't know the majority of the pills that's inside of this bowl is really sugar pills, mm-hmm. and it's probably just one ecstasy pill, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone takes the pills, and everybody's sitting there, and it gets down, and everybody just start acting crazy, right? Yeah. They just start acting like, "Wow, everything is beautiful. Let's touch the walls. Let's dance," or they get angry. I don't know. Yeah. But it comes to the fact that if your body doesn't know the difference between a sugar pill and a real pill. It just reacts on what you th- you're thinking. What you think is gonna happen. Exactly. So your your mind triggers and creates symptoms. Exactly. So it's the same thing. It's something that's called the nocebo effect. If you go ahead, look it up. Um, if you ever you guys ever heard of a um, hydrochondriac? Yep. Um, so basically, so basically, have you ever gotten sick or something like that? Let's say your arm was twitching or something like that, mm-hmm. right? Have you ever just Google and Google like what does this mean? And they give you some type of disease, and you be like, oh, I got this disease. I got 10 minutes. I got 10 minutes to live. I got one of the symptoms. And then next thing you know, you start getting the other symptoms out of nowhere. Your, your neck start twitching next. Oh, my God, I got the next one. The next one is here. It's that you start to believe. That this is what you got. This is what you got. So your body say, well, well I got it then. I, I guess I got it. And your legs start twitching, and then you just start doing, you know, the, the thriller dance out of nowhere. So it's like... <laughs> What I'm, the thriller dance. <laughs> what I'm saying is, sometimes we can we can make our mind believe something that is not. So it, it doesn't know the difference of something happening. So let's say you are always thinking about something bad. Your brain releases toxins in your body right. that says, well, something bad is happening. So you could be panicking. You know, it's like it, it brings up anxiety attacks and di- right. different things like that. It brings up, have you ever studied how a person can have some type of, um, like a heart attack out of nowhere? No no problems or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But you could be scared. You can be frightened. Because your brain releases a toxin that creates an issue in your body. So it's the same thing. Like if you're really happy and you're really joyous, it's a different type of toxin that's released in your brain. And it's like a euphoria. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, So right. that's like you got to get into the play of it. It's like... When you're really excited, it's just like you get that adrenaline rush, you know, that rush. Like when you're about to do something, it's something that's released in your brain that makes you feel that way. So it's like that's why you have to control exactly. It's not just controlling your mind because your mind and your brain is two different things. Your brain is where everything is housed, right? And there's still things that's going on inside of your brain, but your mind is is who you are, right? You think of it like a computer. Your brain is like the hard drive. Right. So... Yeah, the software to to run everything is on there also, exactly. which is your mind. Your mind is the software. Mm-hmm. It's what makes you you. Mm-hmm. It would grab the memories and it grabs the knowledge, puts it all together with your personality, and then projects it out. And that that's that's pretty much what the brain and the mind is. It is now the brain has much more power than just. Uh, the uh, endorphins it release in your body. Yeah. Because when you start feeling all good, you releasing these great endorphins, and mm-hmm. it, it it's contagious. It like, is. Like people start to feel good around you, all of that. 
But your brain actually controls the energy that you pull to you also. So if you're negative, you see that everybody you hang with is negative. All the people you're around is negative. It's not a coincidence that you all act the same way. It's contagious. Mm -hmm. If you one bad apple spoiled a bunch, that's a real thing. Mm -hmm. Because if one person in your group is always negative, always negative, always negative, you're going to become irritated around that person all the time. Mm -hmm. And you're going to either start getting irritated at everything that they irritated at. So when they point out something, yeah, why would they wear those shoes? And why would they wear that? And Or you're going to be, why are you always so negative? Chill out. Mm-hmm. The problem is that we're talking about is when you're that person. Right. And how to fix that. Mm-hmm. And the getting past yourself portion. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to tell yourself, I'm going to be positive. Yep. That That's the first part. Yep. The affirmation is the first part. I'm going to be positive. And then you got to look at it. You look at something that will make you irritated, and you see, hey, this is irritating. Why is this irritating? Right. What is the problem with it? It looks like it's well put together. Looks like they thought about it. If they're not, if they didn't think about it, what business of mine is it anyway? Am I gonna buy their clothes? I'm not gonna buy their clothes. So why am I dwelling on it so much? Mm-hmm. I should probably let it go. That's true. Oh, a bird. <laughs> and there you go. See, you have to first address those negative thoughts. Attack attack yourself. Question yourself of why this is bothering you so much. Mm-hmm. Get to the root of it. You got you to gotta get to the root of it. Because changing yourself, like I said, is going to be mind-bogglingly difficult. Yep. So you have to get to the root of the issue. So whenever you find yourself doing something that you don't, that you want to get rid of or you want to correct, you have to question why you're doing it. Exactly. You have to look deep into it. You have to see what causes you to do this. And then you have to root that out. That's Get true. rid of it. That's true. And one thing that I want to point out, if you don't really believe what we're saying, think about this. Have you ever was getting ready to do something that you haven't done before, maybe in front of a crowd of people? Or let's say you're getting ready to tell the woman that you love or the man that you love something that's really important and you start getting this feeling in your stomach. Mm-hmm. Because you're thinking about it, you're nervous. You know how when you get nervous, and you, they call it the butterflies in the stomach? Mm, the bubble guts. The bubble guts, <laughs> the butterflies in the stomach. But it's all started in your mind. So it's like it's something that I want people to, to really think about because your mind can, it can make you sick. Your brain can make you sick. You know, it, it, really? you know too much of the wrong thing can cause a big problem. Right. So it's like, let's start early. You got to start somewhere. Everyone starts somewhere. It's not just about your talent. It's not just about building your empire, but it's also about building you. You have to start somewhere. So even if it's something small, small, start telling yourself, like, you know what? I No matter what, I got this. Right. Make it personalized to yourself. Don't tell yourself something vague or anything like that. Make it personal. Make it for you and only for you because you are basically the king or queen like you have to treat yourself of that that way don't be your own rotten apple that's true that's what it is you don't be your own rotten apple so uh, address your issues personally Mm -hmm. and tell yourself you're going to be better and then work on being better and the thing is it takes 21 days to break a bad habit yeah the first 14 the 10 to 14 days is going to be easy it's can you still work at breaking it when things become adverse this is when you're going to see it because right when you get ready to walk on uh, embark on the journey of building yourself 
you already put that negative energy out there. You laid a negative nine landmine for yourself. I'm going to try this, but, you know, I don't know. When you said that, you may be optimistic for the first 10 or 14 days, but you already laid that negative landmine. You already said, I'm going to try for this amount of time, but you don't know. That you don't know is going to create that you don't know day. And that's the day you have to be able to stamp up and say, hey, this is really what I want to do. So let's look at what the problem is. Let's get that out the way. Let's go ahead. Let's get this positivity up in here. That's true. And I guess I'm going to end it off and I'm going to say this. Um, the reason why some people lose is because they can't see the wind that's in front of them. So be a visionary. View the wind. Even if you can't necessarily, you don't feel it, see it. If you can see it. You can believe it. If you see it in your mind, you can make it happen in reality. Because remember, your brain doesn't know the difference. So right. see it. See the blueprint. And get the win. That was deep, me. Wasn't it? Was deep. Deep. Was it was deep. It was deep. You know, that. I've been in my guru thing these days. You know, <laughs> <laughs> call me Meek the Guru. Girl, you know? Meek Yoda. Yeah, Meek Yoda. I'm, I'm with it. And I got my reading glasses, guys. I got my sexy specs now so I can see she all. She got her old woman glasses. You know, I'm happy. I, I look sexy. Period. Okay. okay? Right. And I look sophisticated, too. But, guys, take everything. Take these gems, man, because it's so important. And just keep on growing from it, you know? And then, if you want to be a part of the show, reach out to us. Like, Absolutely. You know, we're building this show. We're about to be on one year. We got some good things coming. And in order to build an empire, we have to work together anyway. Right. So, you know, reach out to us and... We can go from there, you know? And we're not just dropping these gems because they sound nice. The, we are actually... You're actually on our journey with us. Yep. When we actually see something we need to address with ourselves, uh, we have a question. Like, before the show, we sit here and talk about our whole week, and we iron out, like, real issues that we have with one another. Yeah. And then we come up with what we're going to do to fix it. Yeah. And then start working on it. And then you hear what we've started working on. So yeah. we're doing all of this that we're asking you to do. Or exactly. we're, we're dropping out there for you. Because we're not asking you to do anything. It's yeah. up to you. It is. You have to control your life. So it's definitely up to you. I don't want to force you to make a change in your life. If you feel it's just perfect. If you feel like your negativity in you is under control and you're just perfect with it, who am I to change it? Yeah. So take the gems. Definitely understand that we're along for the ride with you and that we will be here the next week to give you a progress report so hit us up and give us a progress report yes and help us teach us you know we be teaching each other so more people talking to us and helping us will help us grow and we can help each other grow so now don't send no close-minded messages like if you if you ignorant I do know <laughs> how to get there I do know where to take a left at hmm. and get ignorant too. So, you know, just keep that in mind. <laughs> and this has been Moments with Mika, and I'm Mika. And I'm Rick. Peace. Peace. That I think is very important is that he said, Sometimes we struggle and it is necessary to boycott. But let us remember, as into boycotting, Boycott is never the end. A boycott is merely a means to awaken the opposer a sense of shame and to let him know that we don't like the way that we're being treated. Right. That is what boycotts are about. It's not to it's probably not gonna solve the issue, but it's gonna make awareness that, yo, 
you're doing this and I don't like it. So what you doing this, I'ma just back up so that you can see what the problem is and you can correct it. Right. You know? So I hope you take all this information in and, you know, definitely listen to it. You know, let it actually don't just hear it, but actually just li- listen to it, take it in, and stick together. I don't know how many times we got to ask each other, stay together, support each other, support the cause. I mean, if you watch the NFL, you still going to watch it, that's on you. That, you know, you're going to do fine. what you want. You know, that's fine. But at the same time, just know the reason why they were protesting, you know. Let's the support reason why the actual going. cause. Right. Like, let's get rid of this unnecessary, senseless violence and hold people accountable for what they do. Mm-hmm. And then also, before we go, I, they just announced that Camilla Harris is going to be running for president. Uh, she's supposed to be an African-American woman that's running for president. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. I'm going to just say this before I go. People, don't just go out and vote for her because, um, because she's, a she's, she's a black woman. This is the hot topic right now. This is a short hot topic, but I want to say this. Don't just vote for her because she's a black woman. Do your research on this woman, y'all. I'm, I'm serious. Do your research on this woman. And this, this is not to tear down your people. Yeah, like, this is not to tear down at all. look at her track record. Look at what she's done for your African-American community. Look at, she's worked as a DA. She's worked as a district man, uh, district that's attorney. Funny. That's the DA. Okay. That's the di- oh, DA? Yeah. Ha! Didn't know that. <laughs> but, no, the general something, she had two positions. Yes. But look at her track record, y'all. You know, she has put a lot of African-American and Latinos into jail. That's her percentage-wise with African-Americans and Latinos is very, very high. Most importantly, innocent. And yeah, definitely. Those who later have been found innocent. Mm-hmm. And even when found innocent, what, what did she say about the guy who was found innocent after 13 years? She 